You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, season two of the Connect Church podcast, episode one of season two, episode number 38. If you're following along on your podcast phone app, thanks for listening wherever you are uh, listening, whatever app you're listening on, smash that like button, subscribe, share, do whatever you want to do. I don't care if you do it or not, really, because... Uh, we're not in this for money and advertising. I mean, I would take some money. I'm in for the fame, the yeah. recognition. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, Happy as, New Year. As podcast people, they recognize us out in public. Yes, you yes, know. yes. They're like, oh, that's that voice I heard. Yeah, anyways, because we all have a face for a podcast. Yes, I'm liking it. So, anyways, how's everybody doing, guys? It's good to be here. We got everyone is here today. Terry and Andrew and myself. Happy New Year, friends. Reference? No. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I forgot about that. Sorry, I had Modern Family on the brain. No! So like, oh, Happy yeah. New Year. Okay. I would say um, go Cleveland to Tanner, but that's not going to get That's coming up later so, yeah, in sorry. the podcast. That is coming later in the podcast. The worst. Stay tuned for the best and the worst. It's I also, also want to know who has Antonio Brown on their fantasy yes. roster. <laughs> I started him. I started him in my uh, in my other league, uh, oh, my Bible college league, but no. Um, well, you can definitely he, he, cannot put Antonio Brown in the Bible College fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was good it's against the rules. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a great story. If you don't know the Antonio Brown story, Google it because yes. it's hilarious. But in that, oh look, there's my notification. You lost 147 to 88. <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah. Be, well, and like I said, Antonio Brown could have got 20 points. I still would have lost because yeah. my other guy had Jamar Chase, who got 44 points by himself. That's I mean, not even crazy. So wow. I, there was no chance. I wouldn't even – I quit watching it after Jamar Chase went off. So, um, But anyways, we'll get into all that later <laughs> in our best of the worst. Cleveland Rocks. <laughs> I almost clipped that song, and instead of saying Cleveland Rocks, saying Cleveland Sucks. I knew what you would say. I knew, yes. I knew exactly I was sending you it's coming. Look, look at my worst. Look at my worst. Just go ahead and read it. it. Yeah, yes. It's coming. All right. <laughs> so that's a teaser for everybody to hang in there with the podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear Tanner get worked up. About how he feels about Cleveland. So. That's right. I've all, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Okay, so guys, um, how was Sunday? It was our first Sunday of the new year. Yeah. Um, you seem excited about it. <laughs> I felt it was, like the crowd was a little down. Well, yeah, I mean, because number, number yeah, well, uh, I know churches that close Sunday, you know, because of because the of, COVID yeah. outbreak. So, yeah, so it's um, it's just here. And so, yeah, but it was, uh, had, I mean, the crowd that was here was awesome. So, yeah, yeah, they were awesome. Well, the second service crowd was really good. I, and I'm going to publicly yeah. shame our first service crowd. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Which has not been the case recently. It, but, I know, like the last two, uh, the, the last two times we had first service, y'all, y'all got to wake up. I know it's early. Yeah. But look. 
we're worshiping the Lord. And y'all look, your face says, I hate life. All right. We're singing about the Lord, but your face says, where's my donut and coffee? You know, so Ashlyn even I'm just, she was on praise team this past Sunday. She goes like, oh my goodness, you couldn't get them to get into it. money at them. I know. It, and it just like flipped right during December. So it was, they were doing yeah. great. Oh, but, I know. It was, but, it was almost the opposite for there for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. So we're looking at you, Jimmy Suddeth. I, I can't. <laughs> I came off the stage this Sunday and thinking, you know, maybe we need to go to a traditional first service and just do a piano and old hymns. And Absolutely then for second not. service, we'll rock out. You know? no. So, well, I'm trying something different. Oh, they wouldn't like that either, so trust me. So. Okay, well, I'm just saying. Well, you, all right, well, you are warned, first service crowd. Let this be your warning. No. Anyways, no, it was a good service. They worship quietly. <laughs> yes, I guess. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, it, it was. we had good services, and... Um, as we get into our sermon uh, recap here, Defiance Done Right, speaking of first service, you know, my philosophy, and you tell me, and I, I could be wrong, and this may be the dumbest thing to do as a worship pastor, but this is just what I do. Um, I don't plan an invitation song ever. Never Interesting. do. Interesting. I never plan an invitation song unless, like, you've come to me and said, hey, I want you to do this song at the end of service, Okay. Which sometimes it happens, or like, hey, this song will flow well with the sermon. Okay, but I never plan one. Can I take a guess on how you do it? You yeah. have like six songs back there, and you look at the sound guys, and you give them a one, a two, or three, and they know which song it goes to. No, I use my phone, and I text them what to put oh, in there. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but no, what I Just do is, as I, I am. is I listen, you know... <laughs> Sorry, the only reason why I said that just as I am. That's when you know years ago when I got to be a worship leader and stuff. That we had ten songs, and it was just as I am. I surrender all. (laughs) Oh yeah, there's there's a select list. I would look at them at the end of service, and I would hold up like a a seven, like just like this, like (laughs) it's like a (laughs) or like three or whatever. And they would go, and they're like, "Oh, that's I surrender all," and they would go plug it in real quick, and then we'd start the invitation. And that's no, that's a great idea. That's but my point is saying is I listen to the sermon in first service and determine, okay, this song will fit the way he's closing it out. And I'll text Chuck or Skyler about 10 minutes left for, I was like, Hey, throw this in there. You know, that type of thing. I didn't have a clue this sermon, this sermon. There was was, nothing. I'm like, okay, how do I say defiance? You know, how do we, how do we, wrap that into an invitation song was, and then thankfully you didn't i, I just mean, dropped the mic and walked one. off stage because so. <laughs> sure so, he chuck helped and, you out second service at least yeah you know, he, he, i did uh i text chuck during the sermon i was like dude i ain't got no clue you know something and it was just one of those things where i just felt led we're not doing an invitation yeah. so it was just uh, it was like man this is this is something you go home and chew on and you need to do this so yeah yeah all right so get into it a little bit terry defiance done right uh, here in our Luke sermon series, before we were take, are we taking a break from Luke? Or are we still in Luke going into the? Oh no, we're. Uh, it's just. I mean, that is a great story, actually. But um, the uh, we you know spent you know as you well know that we spent a year and a half ago planning the sermon series out, right. and so and then we're going through and you know verse by verse, so who knows where this thing's going to land at every right. week and all that stuff. And then uh, right in the middle of this, so we start out in the middle of Luke chapter two, which blew your mind for a while because we didn't start in chapter one because right. you're you know. Tanner and so so then uh but how cool was it where we went back and got chapter one and it worked out perfect through Christmas so we covered all of chapter one I forgot that it had 2,377 verses in chapter one but anyway so we got through all 80 some odd verses and worked out perfect and then I had one random sermon before we start the new sermon series on Beatitudes and I had 16 verses oh that's right Beatitudes right no they are in 
Luke chapter 6, oh, verse okay. 17. So right where we take there up you go. is okay. we are right on cue. How awesome there is it that, is. dude? So, <laughs> so it, it has worked out perfectly. So we're still in Luke, but it's just a different sermon series title. Right. And it's yeah. so, so it's still in Luke, so we're going to write. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, But interestingly, the Beatitudes, we all think of Matthew. Right. And we're going to go zig in, in and out of there a little bit. But instead of being the Sermon on the Mount, uh, some scholars call it the Sermon on the Plain. So he uses the same wordage, but he's talking to a Gentile congregation, and it's on a flat land. So the plains versus the mount. Okay. And so interesting. Okay. So a little little teaser for there Sunday. There you go. Are we, we going to give Tanner a crash course on the Synoptic Gospels? And <laughs> 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 you went through all that at Bible College, though, didn't Some you? Some of it. No. Yeah. Do you remember any of it? No, I don't. <laughs> He's, he was listening to Bill Gaither on those days. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Probably. Oh, my goodness. But anyways, okay, Defiance. All right, shut up! Defiance. <laughs> Defiance done right. Luke chapter 6, 1 through 16, which you never got through. Oh, I wonder if that was a typo, because you stopped at 11. Yeah. Never yeah. Went through well, 16, so. you know, he just names the disciples in verses um, yeah. 12 through 16. Yeah. So, we, we know who cares about those guys? Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no big deal. So, they just changed the world. So, <laughs> Those guys. <laughs> those guys. Everybody knows those guys. Yeah, so we, we talked about this Sunday for all of our, if there anybody's still listening. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Nine <laughs> minutes in, they've turned us off. Yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah. Cleveland sucks, and what else did we do? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, um, yeah, we, uh, we you know, got into a very interesting passage. Never heard anybody preach on this before. I've never covered it. But uh, Jesus is just, like, in their face with the Pharisees. He's had enough. And so, um, you know, they're criticizing him for everything, and if you've ever been a pastor, you sort of understand that, relate a little bit, And but uh, the legalism was so dominating the culture and the, had so become a part of, of their religion that they didn't even understand and appreciate the presence of Jesus, what he was doing, so they're out there blasting him for, uh, you know, uh, feeding his disciples in a cornfield, which the law in Deuteronomy 23 makes allowance for the poor, and so Jesus and his disciples were certainly, they were free old Baptist preachers, so they were poor, and and so they were out there, and they, Jesus was feeding them on the Sabbath, and the Pharisees are like, you cannot be a good, you know, a religious person and be eating, you know, the, um, the leftover corn in the field. And Jesus, you know, brings up, you know, and he quotes for Samuel 23 about how David went into the temple and, you know, and ate the food because his men were starving. And the law was never intended to be something that sends you all to hell. It was to tend to remind us of how to be holy. And Jesus just overcomes their legalism of, you know, wanting to do everything perfect and says, no, it's about relationships. And it's basically what he was saying. And ultimately that relationship was when the withered man went uh, a man with a withered hand <laughs> he was wrinkly it, it was win- very wintry <laughs> he took the man from winter <laughs> he was he was very old and wrinkly anyway sorry uh and so that's in the original greek and so uh he brings him into the center ring of the pharisees and they're just blasting him for not being you know a good uh, religious teacher and he on the sabbath reaches out and heals the man and that just totally Shame. ticks them off yeah Shame. i mean it, but he was doing it intentional in your face i mean he was like yeah. watch this boys is it more important for me to follow your rules or to heal this man defiance done right 
You know, I had a little PTSD on Sunday when you started talking about CTS. Yo, dude, yes. yes. <laughs> I literally looked over, and I, I was sitting on the same row and uh, as the kings of Mary and Lee, and I looked over, and I said, that was y'all, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just like they that, do CTS it, over oh, at the, the yeah. old beat. Uh, kings. The other church. <laughs> yeah, the other church. <laughs> It's not, a, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, I, I think not. the philosophy behind it is great. It's just the rules and yes. the crap that you have to follow to participate. Yes. Yes. You know, that's just, that's the, I mean, I, I, I understand things need structure and organization, but, but. Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm not even going to get into it. I can't We're get watching into it. Tanner dig into this hole. I, I love it. it. I love no. it. We're just watching it. We're sitting over here. Uh, yeah. Shut up. Oh, his hair is touching his ears. Deduct him five points. <laughs> even though he knew the scripture memorization, you know. He's but, less spiritual. Yeah. Shame on him. Only the good folks go to CTS. That girl is wearing jeans. She can't sing in our competition. <laughs> well, never mind. I was going to say the biblical name for Rahab, but... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so as we talked about in our pre-show fist fight, or whatever you want to call it before we started, <laughs> the, the, uh, how did you write it down on your notes? What did you call it? The three ways to be a legalist? Is yes, it? three steps to be a good legalist. That's good. Yes. So, and, and I told Terry, I was like, I should have caught it, and I didn't catch it when I was putting the sermon in Saturday night. But, uh, you know, if you were just taking notes and writing down the words on the screen, you need a little context with these words because mm-hmm. it's going to – you're going to go the wrong way, I promise. Right, right. So, so give us the context before it, and then give us your... Uh, if you were a major media outlet, you would have spun this 10,000 different ways inappropriately. Exactly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Let's CNN yeah. get a hold of this. So make, <laughs> make sure you go back and read it in context. We are yeah. not promoting yeah. how to be a good legalist. And, and if you go back and listen to our sermon podcast... It's on catch, there. It's That's on there. Right. And so I, I actually say is, um, you know, this is not even me, so I was making sure that I didn't, uh, whatever they call it nowadays when you uh, steal like is but I give plagiarism. Plagiarism. There you go. That big word is. I said, Doctor Danny Aiken in his commentary says these are three ways for you to be a good legalist, and you know, and I set it up that way. And so these are actually from you know this guy that's way smarter than me, and he's using basically sarcasm, you know, or uh, what is the other word that you use? Well, satirical. So, satirical. Yeah, he's using satire. satirical yeah. satire to um, you know to help us remember how to do these. You so. got this sermon from the Babylon Bee, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the Babylon Bee. I love so the Babylon Bee. All right, Andrew, number one is, uh, so let you comment, require everyone to follow our personal religious example and judge them when they fail. Yes, because I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was, I was going to say, I was in the 1030, so this is, I don't know if you it's did the, only the other two. you got, Andrew, that's why I'm asking you to do this one. It was, right. I don't know if you did the other two at 9 o'clock, but this is the only one we got. Oh, so they're not on the podcast then, because mm-hmm. that's the, the other two. Yeah, just that yeah, one. The other Maybe two I need are... to start recording both services. Yeah, <laughs> well, apparently they're different now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gave these three steps only well he only gave one but said the clock turned red <laughs> it was red before you even gave the first point <laughs> shut up Andrew. Um, talk. <laughs> it require everyone to follow our personal religious example and judge them when they fail um i know terry even said this he said he, he's a recovering legalist uh permanently recovering legalist and stuff and uh if you don't know terry's story and stuff i won't get into that um but is i wouldn't say i'm i'm, I'm a recovering legalist by any stretch however um, I know that I have a tendency to be this way in my own life, you know, as hold other people to my standards. And when they don't meet my, um, you know, whether it be from a spiritual standpoint, whether it be like from a, 
uh, parenting standpoint, whether it be from whatever it be, what the strong, I'm a, I'm an opinionated person. Um, I've got strong opinions and, you know, feelings on how I think or convictions, you know, I know what I'm, I, how I feel about this. I'm, you don't have to question how I feel because if I didn't say it, my face surely would have. Um, that's just my personality and every Tanner will just say it, but, um, I sure will. if I don't say it, at least you know what I'm thinking by my face, but you know, I, it's not fair of me to hold everybody else to those standards. And that's exactly what the Pharisees were doing. Not even everything that what the Pharisees were holding people to, not all of them were bad things either. Right. I think we need to kind of not, not go easy on the Pharisees because I think they deserved every you know they crucified the Son of Man, uh, but <laughs> you know but even everything that they were wanting to hold people to, not all of it, some of it, not all of it was bad. It was just they were missing the Messiah right in front of them. And when you focus on nitpicking these stupid little things, like Terry said, you know, we're worried about, or Tanner even just mentioned wearing jeans and, you know, <laughs> their, their hair touched their ears. They're dying and going to hell all around us and stuff. And this is what we're worried about. And, yeah. and we almost get like a, a high or a satisfaction out of judging these people at times. I'm just being honest, um, you know, and I've been this way and I have to continually ask for God's grace in this area, but there's nothing that makes me more spiritual by doing that either. If anything, this is separating me more from the heart of Jesus because Jesus was the one who said, you idiots, you know, watch this. <laughs> so if anything, even when we have these attitudes, it's separating us more and, you know, we need more of God's grace. Yeah. The, that was my soapbox. <laughs> is, Good uh, job. And, and we love to, you know, we love to judge. And so I remember, um, you know, some of the more humorous sides of this. There were certainly bloody scars from the other sides of, of the um, legalism. But uh, more uh, humorous ones was when I came here is that I was uh, and had staff members that I had had meetings with uh, the leader, some, not leadership, but some people in the church. Even here, that uh, because staff members had facial hair, and you know, so we had to, mm -hmm. we, we had. And now you have no hair, and now I have no hair. That's why I'm bald. So because I wanted to please everybody, yeah. and so yeah, and so. Well, uh, I must stash them a question, uh, oh, yeah, but so, I'll shave it for later. Uh, it, it's a good thing those days are gone because you would have definitely been fired with that mustache. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, that yes. was for you over yes, there, mustache. Absolutely. Well, I need to shave it for later because I need to mull it over. Okay, you, you keep saying it. <laughs> well, those are terrible. Those are terrible. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, we had uh, we had issues with you know that you know you can't you know lead the music if you have a beard and all this kind of stuff. And I hey, remember, I'll never forget. Sorry, and this kind of yeah, goes yeah, into no, point to make yeah. our religious rules more important than Jesus Himself. Yes. I'll never forget being at the national, have practiced, and we gone through rehearsal and everything. And I show up and I look nice. I'm wearing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Praise the Lord!" They're like, "You can't play unless you go put on a collared shirt." Oh wow, nice, nice. And, and the poor guy leading—I won't say his name—he felt awful. Yeah. That, he had, that he had to say that because he wow. was cool. And it was the teen yeah. service. This wasn't adult service. This was the teen <laughs> oh, service. Yes. Like, you can't play unless you go change your clothes. I'm, I'm pretty, like, I'm, I'm out. Sorry. I'm pretty much sure that Jesus had a collar on when he healed a Absolutely. withered man. Yeah. Yes, his, so, his robe so, had a his collar. His robe had a collar, so yes. Yeah. And he had a tie underneath there. So and That's yeah. why I don't go to nationals anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and so. one, of, well, one of the things, just to add to it, too, I wrote down that Terry – uh, very lovingly screamed at us um, <laughs> to uh, stop making excuses and start making changes. Yeah, it right. really boils down as simple as that, you know, I, and to be honest, and I'm speaking off my own, 
personal experience here, a little confession time with Andrew. Um, the reason why I think I've struggled, not not necessarily the legal, full-on legalism or anything like that, but require everyone to follow my personal religious example and judge them when they fail to meet those standards is because a lot of times I wasn't meeting those myself. Right. And I was so miserable and in my own spiritual, because I was a little bit that type where I would miss a day and I'd beat myself up over it. So I'm like, well, God doesn't want to hear from me unless I you know, fully repent for not spending time with them and everything else. And then I would have to be confronted with my own, you know, uh, laziness or apathy or sin or whatever it may be. And so I just would avoid it altogether. And it was a, a stupid cycle of stuff that I'd lived all throughout high school mm-hmm. and even into college so, so much so that I, I felt like, you know, it, it was horrible. But anyways, ironically, that was when I was the most judgmental is when I was not spending time with Jesus myself. Because actually doing this separates you more from the heart of God because that's not the heart of God. Christ came to, not to condemn the world, but to, the world would be saved through him. So, ironically, what we just need to do is stop making excuses and start making changes. You know what happens when you do spend time with the heart of the Father and you get connected to it? You start to become like him. That's what Christian means. Little Christ, that's what a disciple does. He follows Christ's example. But you're more loving, you're more gracious, and it changes your attitude towards all those things, which is at this point where we abruptly, you know, and I I trust the Holy Spirit did, but it was just like, man, I'm just shutting up, and I'm just dropping this, and I'm just, I sort of yelled at the church. It was tough. And I just said, stop making excuses and start making changes because it's the diabolical game that Satan plays with us mentally is all of us have a legalism tendency, and this is sort of where we'll land this part of the podcast at, but all of us love to judge, and we love to make our rules, and, and, and it, it, all of us do it, no matter how you know cool you think you are. All of us have a have a, a tendency to do the, the legalism, and this is the big game that he plays with this, because the minute he gets us to quit doing our devotions, that he gets us to quit forgetting about grace and forgiveness, and that it's a relationship, then he's got us. And so all we do is begin to go down that road of quitting doing our devotions. We quit doing going to church. We quit, you know, trying because we think I'm never going to be good enough because I keep failing at this. And so he makes it about us and it's never about us. And the really cool thing for our listeners to hear is a young man who had been out of church, who had been struggling with this, he um, he texts me, you know, right after the sermon, and he said, I just want you to know that, man, uh, I haven't even been coming for, for a while. And he said, but, man, uh, and I've gotten several emails and, and texts just like this, so this is several people. And he said, but here's the thing, I quit doing my devotions, and I quit coming to church because I just kept struggling with this. And rather than running to God, I just quit it all. And I quit doing all that stuff because I felt like a failure. And I, he said, and then you just reminded me today, and, and he said it better than I did in the sermon. He said, if the blood of Jesus can forgive me of my sins and take me from uh, hell to heaven, then why in the world did I not think that he could forgive me of not doing my devotions right and not coming to church right and living for him? So uh, he said the devil had so twisted me in legalism, and I didn't even see it coming because I was trying to follow the rules. I'm a rule guy, and it's not about that. You're never going to be good enough. He said, I always fail, and that's what I yelled at the church. You're always going to fail. You're always going to struggle with this till we get to the other side. The thing is, just hang in there and keep doing it. And that's it. Exactly right. Um, I was going to ask you about, um, 
Let's see this last part. You you touched on it some in your sermon. If you did not see the sermon, you can go watch it on um, our church website. It's on the homepage or Facebook page. You can go watch it or listen to it on the other podcast. Um, but as far as stop making excuses, start making changes, you got, you got to go into it a little bit on Sunday, but you right. didn't get to go into the very last part as well as I thought you would want to. So let me ask you, and then you can give it to us here and we'll wrap it up. How do you determine if you are emphasizing joy, not duty, in your life? And you gave us three, yeah, three and, points. So hit on those real quick. Yeah, and, just uh, real quickly is take time to analyze the issue. Uh, ask yourself tough questions. Is this standard that I'm trying to hold myself to and others to, is it really biblical? You know, I mean, and just analyze the issue and just, you know, I remember a good example of that, which was in my notes, didn't get to, but <laughs> when we uh, came to uh, to um, church here to try out, we actually had members of the church here in the day uh, that told me, they said, this is how Belen needs to dress when you come huh. to church tomorrow. This is what you need to wear. And they instructed us about how to dress our boys. <laughs> And how to, uh, and because that's what a pastor and his kids should look like when they come up uh, on church and on stage or whatever. Bite me. (laughs) Hey, I won't say who it was, but someone in this room told me I shouldn't wear jeans when I tried out here. Wow. (laughs) I wasn't here yet. (laughs) Who was that? I said, said, well, as long as you know I'm wearing jeans every other Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, which now you wear a t-shirt and jeans. That's cool. That's awesome. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I've I've said I'm recovering. Yeah, he's <laughs> recovering. Yes. recovering uh, uh, fundamentalist. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. No, that one's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is check your motives, and you know, and again, when we're when we're in this legalism thing, it's always about me, and and, and that's the thing, and, and we're going to follow that up with this Sunday because the first beatitude that we're going to talk about healthy is being poor in spirit, and so we are so full of ourselves. If you did your hear journal this morning in in Mark chapter nine and ten. Oh my gosh, the disciples saw everything around them that like Andrew was talking about, and it was still about them. I want to be first. Pick me, pick me. Anyway, and then number three is pray for wisdom. And we I mean Which we should be doing that anyway. Right. It's, so it's three easy steps <laughs> yeah. to help you get out of legalism. Analyze the issue. Is this thing that you're all tore up about? Is it really even biblical? Number two, why are you so defensive about this? Why we can't put flowers, you know, on the third Sunday? You know, what's the at the end of the kingdom? Does that really matter? And number three Pray for wisdom, and maybe you're the problem. Yeah. Check yourself. Check yourself. <laughs> That's right. All right, so check out that sermon. Uh, go back and listen to it if you need to, um, and then we will dive into the Beatitudes next week coming up. Good deal. All right, so and um, I don't know if I should or bring this up, but I'm going to anyways. Um, during our sermon, we mm-hmm. had a family in our church. Yes, house, absolutely. Their house caught on fire while at church. I just was mm. te- texting them to even now. So, yeah. Right. And so, you know, if, if you're listening to this podcast. And, Billy and Trish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pray for the Jones family. Billy and Trish Jones. And they have a daughter, a 15-year-old daughter mm-hmm. named Shelby. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Shelby. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, they have other kids, but that's the only one that lives at home. Right. And they lost j- everything. Yeah. Pets, I mean, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but you know. sorry, <laughs> <laughs> they lost everything. Anyways, so pray for the Jones family and mm-hmm. help the Jones family if you are able to help. Uh, are, are there ways that we can help? Yes, uh, the best way to do is get a hold of Taylor. She's got all of their clothing sizes and stuff like that. They're working through the insurance company and have that part of it, you know, getting settled. But uh, right now, the biggest thing that they need is she just texted me and she said they would really like to get a rental property because they obviously don't want to go out and find something in this market and stuff right, right. away. 
So, but they would love because of he works uh, for a record company and all of those folks come to our church too. Um, Highway 45 record anyway. And, uh, but uh, they're looking for a rental property in the Fulton Peppertown area. So all of our listeners, if you have any access to rental properties in there, that would be a great, um, you know, a great couple to help out. Good deal. And um, also if you have clothes that you would like to donate to them, we have all of their sizes and stuff here at the office. Contact Taylor. Yes. Call me or uh, contact Taylor. We can get you all that stuff. We've got a box set out in the foyer. Yes. Uh, for clothes and um, or and gift cards will go a long way. And you, know, you hate to ask people for money, but I think gift cards is the way to go. In this situation, <laughs> a gift card would go a very long way. All right, so pray for the Jones family. That's going to wrap up our first segment. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with the best and the worst of the weekend. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued, while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths. At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. We look forward to connecting with you, says Daniel Tucker, and he's right. We do look forward to connecting with you. All right, guys, I got me a little cue card here. New Year's resolutions. Did y'all have any before we get into our? Uh, You're using cue cards now. Well, well, I wanted, you've I, become professional host. I wanted to. Was be that sure one of your resolutions? Wrote, no, I wanted to write it down so I'd remember to say it. Because there's so many times I'll go back and hear the podcast, like, dang it, I meant to say this and I forgot. You know? You've become Alan Sajak, so, or is it Prajak or what Pat Sajak? Pat Sajak. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I became Alan's what? <laughs> I think I combined, at, what was the, the Jeopardy guy? Alex. Alex Trebek. I think, yeah, I think I was combining those two Alan? Names, yeah, Alex? So. Okay. Do y'all have New Year's resolutions? I don't normally make New Year's resolutions, but I made one this year. I didn't. What is yours? I'm Mine is, is to be a better dad and be like Phil Dunphy. I'm the cool dad. That's that's my thing. I'm hip. <laughs> I, I surf the web. I text. LOL. Laugh out loud. WTF. Why the face? Yeah. <laughs> WTFY the face. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm, I, I, I want to be fun dad again. I'm tired gonna, of being cranky dad. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like uh, the staff retreat to lose weight. So no, I don't. Day? I told you I don't do that. No. You, you said in two years. Yeah. yeah so sure. how far, how how have you done so far? I'm good. I'm good. You're I, not cranky dad. I, I, listen here. I, I'm to be like Phil Dunphy, taking up card magic. Oh my god. <laughs> are you ready yes are you ready oh please do you a trick one? for us please you want one? i'll do this i'm so disappointed that our listeners cannot witness this I right know. now but we'll narrate it for you all right all right so you have cur- cards in the church i need i need 21 <laughs> 21 cards just give me 21 we're, cards we're not allowed to do magic in church i'll go to hell yeah <laughs> or, or cards <laughs> give me 21 cards does this one count no don't use those okay cards. the I bicycle mean, cards facebook twitter long- yeah don't use those <laughs> that is an old twitter look <laughs> did, while he's getting cards did you have you said you didn't have any resolutions no i'm sorry yeah, okay, I'm not, well, a, I'm not a resolution. I'm not guy, either. So, I normally because yeah. it's like you're just setting yourself up to fail. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I can turn from being cranky to. Uh, yeah, I don't do resolutions either. To being, um, did, are you? Did you shuffle them? Are you good? <laughs> I don't know. You, how don't, shuffle. You, don't, you don't even care. No. You don't care? 
Okay, pick one card and don't show it to me. But pick a card. Show it to our podcast listeners. I'm so okay. okay. Over here, Andrew, hold it, hold it. Our podcast listeners okay. can memorize see. Memorize your card. Here, here okay. you go. Here you go. See it. Okay. All right. Memorize your card. Put it back in there anywhere you want to. Oh wow. Okay. All right. You want to shuffle them up? Here, you shuffle them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, you shuffle oh them man, okay. I'm getting excited. That way, you know that I'm not. That I didn't. So now he, Oh shoot. Oh, oh my gosh. Terry. <laughs> he just flung the cards all over the table. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job, son. Oh, goodness. Oh, uh, so goodness. I, just so our listeners know, I picked a card. I'm not going to say what it is, obviously. Yeah, but um, I showed Terry what I card it is, and then I put it back in the deck. Right. And then he gave it to Terry to shuffle. <laughs> and Ch- Terry, while shuffling, literally flung every card all over the table. Yeah, I'm going to uh, figure out which card was yours. Oh, boy. Without ever even knowing. If you can do that after what I did. Yeah, all right. All right, let's see. When, when you... Uh, See, when you, I'm making three piles. When you see your card, you know, just know which pile it's in, okay? Okay. I'm not going to know. I know our listeners are loving this. But I'm going to figure it out, okay? Let's see if I can even do this trick. So there's three piles laying out. Okay, yeah. All right, your card is in one of those piles. Which which pile is it in? You tell me. You're doing no, the magic no, no, no. trick. You're going to tell me. <laughs> the first one. Yes, it's, it's in over the here. first one. It's mm-hmm. over here? Yes. Okay. You sure about that? I'm yes. sure. It's over there? Okay. I'm gonna do it you again. mixed them back up again. I know I mixed them. back You up. want me to shuffle? No, I don't want you. You'll fling them. All, you'll fling them all over the. Uh, I'm very confused now. Why, why are you confused? I don't know what you're doing. Well, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, via telepathy, what is your card? Telepathy. telepathy. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Now, which pile is your card in? Same one. Same one. Same one. Yeah. Are you sure it's not here? Uh-uh. I'm sure. It's in the same one. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. You, you promise? I promise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe I didn't learn any card Tanner's magic. getting nervous. And we wasted all of our time. I'm sure the podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. If you've tuned out to this, I'm very sorry. Tanner is doing card magic, but apparently not succeeding. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> to find out. Okay. Now which pile is your card Now in? it's in the second one. This one? Yes. Are you, <laughs> Are you sure? Did y'all have the right card? I promise yeah. it's in the second one. I didn't see, so... Yeah, I think it was in safe one. This this might be a complete bust. I'm so this sorry. Might be a complete bust. Gosh. How many times do we have to do? Oh this? my goodness, I y'all, I'm so sorry if you're still listening. So, what's your worst of the week, Andrew? My <laughs> this card minute, trick wait apparently. Minute, wait a minute, the Lord is giving me something. Oh, uh oh, uh oh, because that's your card. No Shut way! up! Dang! Wow, dude, that's impressive. As I crap. take it back. This was not that my was worst impressive. of the week. No, it was. Sup with the wacky yo sup. <laughs> I'm the cool dad. You are the cool dad. That was, that impressive. was, that was impressive. That was impressive. I'm not going to lie. I, I will bow to your, your wizardry. You. That's right. The, I, no, there's no wizardry. The Lord gave it to me. Harry Potter's got the nothing Lord, on you, son. The Lord gave it to me. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <coughs> wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. All right, Terry, what's your best of the week? we got a couple weeks you can cover, so uh, go for it. Man, the best of the week was is uh, I got to see Snow. I got to see Spider-Man 15. Did and, he die uh, at the end like I prophesied? Homecoming. No, man, you've got to watch it, though. They there is It's it's unlike any movie I've ever seen where they they bring back Stop. Don't okay, ruin sorry. it for people. So it's 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 cool. I mean, I've never seen them do that before. I will, I will ruin one joke just because I felt personally attacked. 
Um, one of the people that Spider-Man was talking to, he said, are you going to stay in there like a cool, looking like a cool youth pastor? Or are you going to? Yes, they did. <laughs> are you going to do something? And he literally was wearing like a jacket that I've worn to church here. Yeah. That's a really embarrassing. <laughs> it's the only movie I've ever heard bring out a, a Baptist reference, you know, and then he says, you, you try to be a cool youth pastor. And I, I yelled at the screen. I was like, yes. <laughs> I felt personally attacked. It was, it was unfortunately accurate. Andrew, what's your best of the week? Man, I got to see the Spider-Man movie too since the last oh time gosh. we got the podcast. It was amazing. It's probably one of my favorite Marvel movies now. But uh, blew me away. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I probably will not see the movie. Yeah, it's Dude, amazing. Have you have you seen any of the earlier Spider Man? I those love other... the uh, Tobey Maguire. And oh, the you got to go Dunst. then. You've got those are good. the first go. one. And then the second series, The Amazing Spider-Man. Did you see any of those? No. And then have you seen any of the Marvel like no movies? Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, well, yeah, it may yeah. not mean as much yeah. to you, but <laughs> no, never it have. definitely. Have you seen Doctor Strange? Nope. Never. Okay, even, I've much. never even heard of Doctor Strange. What is that? <laughs> oh my gosh! Never mind. I've heard of Doctor Evil. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange is amazing. So. Anyways, um, the uh, but uh, yeah, so we got to see that movie. Um, I got to be in North Carolina with family for the holidays. I got to on my birthday, December 29th. Yes, I turned 29. Um, I, uh, on my birthday, I got to go out on the boat and drive down, ride the boat to the waterfront to like, they let you get on their boat. They did. Wow. I wasn't allowed to drive it, no, but no. Uh, despite what some people may say, we did take Nora and Owen with us too, and they <laughs> oh. loved it. We rocked them to sleep, man. It was awesome. I'm gonna have to get a boat now to make my kids sleep. Eight, Eighty degrees on uh, Christmas. Eighty-one yeah. degrees on my birthday. That was awesome. My best of the week was just the good Christmas season we got to have with our family and uh, a big, huge thank you slash shout out to Bonnie and Brandon McMillan, Alan and Robin Jackson and Kevin and Angie Tudor for helping us with all the kids, able to let us kind of get away for a week and uh, a weekend really and just went back see to Arkansas, family. right? Went back to Arkansas. Yep. And uh, while we were there, we went bowling. We took the girls bowling yeah. and that was a lot of fun. I beat Ashley uh, 138 to 123. Thank you. He literally nice. wrote it down. Yep. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't forget. If I didn't write it down, I'll forget. <laughs> so, anyways, we had a great time, and we're so thankful for our friends that um, that helped us along the way. All right, what's your worst, Terry? Uh, my worst was um, I was going to say the card game, but now I don't. I don't really have a worst. Well, I guess it's just everybody's got COVID. So, I mean, like the whole country. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not bad COVID. This it's is not. good COVID. Right, right. Everybody's recovering. Yeah, but it's is... just everybody's. Um, you know, it's just remember, it's five days now. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, all right, Terry, uh, Andrew, what's your uh, worst? Uh, by far the Sugar Bowl, Matt Corral. That was that was heartbreaking. Now you know, oh, you're sad for him. Yeah, he's fine. What? Well, I no, mean, he's going he's to be. Fine. He's yes. going to be. But I com- it was. I commend him for playing and not opting out. I do. I yes. Do. Yeah, right. In season where every flipping player opt out, it seemed right. like for yeah. bowl games. I I'm glad he said he didn't want to leave his teammates high and dry. He didn't want to say this is my last game. Like on. Uh, at the Egg Bowl and stuff and just say, okay, this is my last game. Bye, guys, and stuff and opt out. No, he wanted to finish out with his team and everything else. First quarter goes out with a severe ankle. Well, I say severe. It looks severe ankle injury. He's fine. But he came back out on crutches, supported his team the entire time. Bless his heart, he was crying because he was so ticked off and upset that all of this had happened. And then – Unfortunately, we have one of our other, you know, major players, John Rice Plumley, go into the transfer portal immediately after this. I'm so glad just, you brought him it up. It is just I am glad you brought him <laughs> up. Which is just like a whole like disappointment to Ole Miss football right there. So, but 
Okay. Anyway, which Since he's actually up, he's actually probably a better baseball star than he even was for the football team. Uh, so that's why I'm like, dude, you gotta wait for baseball I, season. I've got it right here. Just hush your mouth for a second. I know. I already saw the so, post. Yeah. So <laughs> normally when these players opt out and they right. leave and they transfer, they write a little Instagram note and they post it or right. whatever. Okay. It's a little a little blurb about this long, you know. Yeah. But I could even read it. Okay. Right. 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 This loser. <laughs> John Rice Plumley puts out a five-page no way departure five paragraphs no five, way okay for twi- for social media that's a lot that's yeah. a lot okay. that's a lot a five-page goodbye no letter, way a five-page transfer announcement for a player who has a career two twenty-four hitter and a backup quarterback for Ole Miss <laughs> no, you're he's, a loser he's go not go away ba- he's not a backup quarterback anymore man well, he, he was. plays tied in he, he plays was. receiver he's played running back he's literally played every position on the football field. My thing is, he's a true Ole Miss bred, and, you know. Where's Clearly, he, he thinks he needs that much attention to just leave. Yeah, well, I know, where's but, he going? But like, his whole family's from there and everything else. Like, he he is a true Ole Miss, like, wow. dude and everything else, and now he's entering the transfer portal. I'm my, like, okay. my worst of the week was the Cleveland Browns yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> All I needed was just, like, seven points. Seven and I points, you know, and he like, wins the fantasy championship. And I win a, a, a underdog, yes. big-time underdog fantasy championship. All I need is Nick Chubb just to run who's, who's been doing great yes. he's, he's been collecting points all year tanner even texted me uh sunday night before the game and said a dude you know or, or i have a good day. chance to win this he, thing. Said, he said man i've got this thing as a lock because chubb is a well i didn't fa- say a lock well, i said but, i've got a good chance but he said and chubb's a you know fantasy you know gets yeah. all the points and his just, he comes out and gets two points <laughs> and like the, even the commentators during the game like what is cleveland doing when he is on the field they're averaging 7.1 yards a play and their quarterback he's not on the field they're getting one and a half yards of play. The quarterback couldn't hit a cheerleader with a football. Oh, and so you, all you got to do is run the ball and beat Pittsburgh. And That's they right. never gave it to him. And, and Tanner screaming at the screen. Oh, like, I didn't even know they played Pittsburgh. Even I know that's terrible. Oh, so <laughs> and you almost awful. still won. I mean, if he does anything, if he if he just – they give him the ball ten times, you win. Yeah. And you know what they did? Uh, did you watch the game last night? The parts of it. Okay, so at the very end – Cleveland uh, throws a bomb into the end zone and they get called pass interference. Balls on the two. No way. Okay, so this is my. Chubb, I've got. I've got one last. Chubb chance. takes it in. That's six points. Right. right. So Chubb, you can't. Again, y'all can't see me, but Chubb gets out there and you can tell from the get go he's not getting the ball. No way. Because he's standing there like this. Oh yeah. I mean, his, his arms aren't crossed, but he's like, why am I even out here? <laughs> they play action and throw a wide because everyone else in the world is expecting Chubb to get the ball. Uh, well, yeah, that's what you should do. Yes. I mean, and to their credit, they everyone stuck uh, in on Chubb and they threw it over the top for a wide open touchdown. But he he knew he wasn't getting the ball, and you yeah. can tell. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, anyways, all right, let's let's wrap this. I'm getting mad. <laughs> oh wait, wrong one. Hey, um, this might be a stupid question. Uh, there's no such thing as a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot of stupid questions. Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. And sadly, all the Golden Girls are reunited. Oh, Aww. yes, yes, yes. We love you, Betty White. Betty White. Amen. Hope you're somewhere positive. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, here's your... Well, you do. I mean, at this point, nothing I can do about it. I hope she was saved, because I would really like to meet her someday. Um, all right. Dumb questions. Why do they say slept like a baby when babies wake up like every two hours? Preach. Mm, good. Why do they say that? Yeah. That is a lie straight from the pits of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Next question: If a word is misspelled in the dictionary, how would we ever know? Like if it was a typo. I mean, 
It would still be misspelled. But if you're like, how do you spell that word? Well, go look in the dictionary, and then it's wrong in the dictionary. How no, would we know? Dude, what, get with Web- the times. You type it in your phone. How would we know? Spell cor- autocorrect. <laughs> Webster's inspired. He's dead. Do um, people actually still go to an actual dictionary? Or do they still make those? I don't know. <laughs> I hope so, like for school purposes. Like, I don't know. No, it's all on here, dude. Yeah. All right, this last question was sent to me from our loyal listener, Jared Harris. So here's his hey, dumb Jared, question. Jared. So, oh, Jared's which, got a lot of dumb questions. Well, he gets to wear the pink shirt, so I got to get that order. Oh, so yeah. can yes. For losing fantasy football. Um, all right, so uh, here's his question, and we'll wrap it up. So if a cow doesn't produce milk, is it a milk dud or an utter failure? <laughs> I love that. Love I'm using it. that Sunday. Love oh, it. that's coming out Sunday. Yeah. Yes. That's good stuff. Good that's job, good. Jared. Definitely an utter failure. <laughs> I like, I like milk that too. Yeah. All right, y'all have a great week. We'll see you next week on the podcast. Have a good one. Peace. Happy New Year.